You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to BetQLU, presented by BetMGM. And welcome back in alongside John Martin and RJ Choppy. I am Chris Mack, and this is BetQLU, our bowl extravaganza. We have got you covered, touching on absolutely every single bowl game between now and New Year's Day. We've already talked the college football playoff semifinals in the Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day. Now, for the rest of the New Year's Six, let's dive in. Some of these games could be really good. Some of them could be clunkers, but let's discuss. We start with the Cotton Bowl. Uh, It's Ohio State against Missouri. Missouri laying a point against the Buckeyes? What? Yeah, well, half of the Ohio State team has decided to either opt out and or enter the portal, including quarterback Kyle McCord. Um, Ryan Day is on thin ice after once again losing to Michigan. I don't know if beating Missouri in the Cotton Bowl necessarily buys him any capital back in Columbus, or if this is more for him about just not losing, because losing would be even uglier headed back to Columbus uh, after losing to Michigan the way they did in the big game. RJ, Missouri, I think they've been a pleasant surprise in the SEC. You know, they gave Georgia a scare earlier this year. Um, They've ended up becoming a bit of a feeder system for other big programs. Uh, with with transfers and, and opt-outs over the last couple of years. I think this game quite simply comes down to, do we get Marvin Harrison Jr. or not? Still an outside chance, at least according to the latest news, that he might decide to play in this thing. He might not. Um, do we get RJ Maserati Marv? Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> um, so this is one of those classic games that uh, it, it, it has nothing to do with necessarily the transfers. This is one of those, do you care to play in this game games? Mm. And, you know, Ohio State is a team that was in the top four for a majority of the weeks of the college football playoff selection. Missouri never was. Um, I think that plays a lot, a large part of this. Like, I think Ohio State views this as a throwaway game. I think Missouri views this as a statement game a program-defining game. And I think that in in these situations, like half of the bowl games is, forget the opt-outs, it's who cares to play in this thing more. Mm -hmm. And if you can figure that out and you can weed through all the BS and you figure out which team actually cares about this game more, I think it's clearly Missouri in this one. I don't think Ohio State cares a a lick about coming here. It's going to be in Arlington, Texas. It's going to be at Jerry World. It's a great stadium. But it ain't the stadium they wanted to play in. And quite frankly, it's not like they're going to the you know the Miami or or, or, or Tampa where it's going to be eighty five degrees. I mean, it could be forty degrees here. They they they're just they're not they're not thrilled about this. 
Missouri is thrilled about this. This is this is a uh, this was a goal for Missouri. Missouri's goal was to make a New Year's Six game. Ohio State's goal yeah. was win a national championship. I think that's the difference. Yeah, motivational edge, John, all on Missouri's side. You would think in this one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think Jerry World is certainly a, a a nice little venue. It's no, you know, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium right here in Memphis. I mean, I don't know if you guys have, you know, ever, ever been there. Or, I've seen know, pictures. Seen the it's on the bucket list, you know. Yeah, well, we got $150 million renovations coming, bud. All right? So you just wait. You just wait till we spruce that thing up. Um, I, I oh, agree with the mighty with FedEx. Thank you, FedEx. We appreciate everything yeah, you do for the wonderful there. community of Memphis. Right. The goat, man, no question. Hey, but you know, I would say on the on the motivational thing, RJ is correct. I did play Ohio State plus two and a half. It is down to one. I move markets. That's not a that's not a uh, you know a new thing here on this show. And the reason no. why I do like Ohio State, at least with the points here, uh, is because I do think there is going to be some motivation. Um, Devin Brown is going to get the start for Ohio State at quarterback, and he was in the quarterback battle with Kyle McCord before the season started. Uh, and at times, you know, it was close. That's what reports were. Um, and he's been given the indication that if he has a great showing, that he's going to put himself, you know, in position to be the early front runner for 2024 there at Ohio State. So he is, he himself, the quarterback, is going to be motivated uh, to have a great game. And then Ryan Day talked about uh, yesterday, I think, that, you know, he's going to allow players to make their own decisions on opt-outs. But he said, quote, we've got a good group playing in this one. So take that for what it's worth. Um, I know a couple of guys have transferred out and so and, and getting ready for the NFL, so I know that is definitely a factor here. But Ohio State is a better team than Missouri. So if you're telling me that if, yeah. you know, 80% and maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. you know, wants to do the quarterback a solid and the program a solid and play one more game, you know, in a big-time matchup, then I think Ohio State definitely wins this one outright. I like the points, though. I took the two-and-a-half, obviously – uh, and I kind of like the spot with the with the quarterback fighting for his job. Uh, one where opt-outs and the portal have, I, I think, very little, if almost no effect, because we haven't seen a ton of opt-outs or guys go to the transfer portal. Uh, the Peach Bowl, number 11 Ole Miss against number 10 Penn State, Nittany Lions, favored by four right now. The only player of note, really, uh, is Chop Robinson for Penn State, who's opted out to prepare for the NFL draft. It looks like we're going to get basically what each of these two teams looked like most of the season, which is wild to think about in this day and age. Ole Miss relatively unscathed, like I said. Um, Manny Diaz on the way out uh, as defensive coordinator Penn State. He's left for Duke already. I don't know if that impacts the Penn State defense, John, but this might be the best of the four New Year's six games that we have other than the semifinals. Yeah, I hate H-A-T-E backing Lane Kiffin in these bowl games. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's just like he, like Ole Miss stops caring when you get to these bowl games. Like last year they got absolutely housed by Texas Tech. I mean, in a, in a, in a team that was mm -hmm. just not even close in terms of talent. And I want to say most players played in that one. Um, but Lane's lost two straight bowl games. Penn State, I feel like, is just – and I think – look, I think they're, they're appropriately favored. And I will say there is a difference just contextually between being a three-and-a-half-point favorite like Ole Miss probably was last year, I believe, and being a three-and-a-half-point underdog this year. Uh, so it is a little different. 
But man, Ole Miss always looks so unhappy to be here and so disinterested in these bowl games. And so the only way I could ever consider is Penn State here. This feels like a James Franklin. We're going to go out there and we're going to give it everything we got type of game. <laughs> and uh, it's like a Lane Kiffin's like, I'm going to hit the bar the night before. I'm going to like, you know, hang out with my, you know, 25 year old girlfriend and we're going to just enjoy the week. But, you know, we don't really care whether we win or lose. So I'll be, it'll be Penn State for me or nothing. Uh, I, I, I agree. Lane is going to be at Magic City. Uh, and then he's going <laughs> to head on over to the varsity and get himself a chili dog. All right, that's just going to happen to Lane Kiffin this week in Atlanta. Like, or that week. He, he is, I, I totally agree. I don't get why it is, but it doesn't matter what bowl they go to, they just don't show up. They, they never, they never show up uh, under Lane Kiffin. I don't, I don't know, but he just like stops caring or what, or doesn't, doesn't want to put anything out there on tape for next year. I have no idea what it is. Uh, but I, I would, I would, if I was going to bet this one at all, it would absolutely be on the Penn State side. Uh, I could see uh, the over, uh, or I could see playing a total in this one. I mean, because like Ole Miss defense may not even show up, and Penn State's yeah. got a terrible offense, comparatively speaking. But like Ole Miss may not have any defense, and I mean, may want to be one of those games where Penn State gets like 350 rush yards, and they just roll it up, and they win this game like exactly. you know 38 to 24 or something. Well, I mean, you talked about it. this is just the this is where there to me is a clear motivational advantage for the for the Big Ten team. I mean, you're right. I don't think yeah. I don't think Ole Miss is going to want to tackle. So it's Penn State or nothing. All right. Another one that has motivation clearly involved and whether there's any of it or one on one side or the other is the Orange Bowl. Georgia, Florida State, the snub bowl. Uh Georgia by two touchdowns. I know they're clearly the better team. I know when you start to talk about some of the players who've already opted out for Florida State, Johnny Wilson, Jared Verse, um, some of the guys who've gone to the portal already, like uh, Bless Harris and Daughtry Mitchell. Like There are plenty of issues to worry about with Florida State as far as the talent that will actually be on the field. It's the exact opposite with Georgia. Carson Beck's going to be out there. I got no mm -hmm. worries about the talent on the field. It's all about... Do they even care to be there, Georgia? After the last two years of football that they've played, most of these guys, where every single week has been a fight to the death to prove that they are still the top team in the country, Florida State comes in, or I guess I should say Georgia comes in because they're playing in Miami. Florida State hosts Georgia, basically, and gets to try and show the world why they deserve to be in the playoff, damn it, and why you screwed us. And Mike Norvell is going to have the guys that are playing spitting fire. I have no idea why this thing is still at two touchdowns other than, again, I get it, the talent disparity. I don't think it's big enough, though, when you consider the motivational disparity, Choppy, in that what the hell is Georgia there and playing for? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. They're not playing for anything. And, you know, Florida State is playing for I think the play here, if anything, I mean, the value is on Florida State money line. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. that, if, you, if you really think that the motivation is going to play that big of a factor, yeah. Then yeah. The, the, the 425 is the value on that. Um, I, I wouldn't touch it. I think it's, I think it's a losing bet. I think, the pro, I think you're right. All the motivation is on Florida State's side. They are just so, so strapped talent-wise in this game. Like they're they've they've got their court. Forget the quarterback situation. They got so many guys are going to opt out for the draft. I mean, like they've got a ton. I think it's just a, a simple matter of like, man, these guys like they are just undermanned, and that's going to be a major major problem for them. Uh, I I agree. Um, the, the the motivation, um, the just the absolute desire to prove everyone wrong that they should have been in the final four it's there but dude it's like the spirit's willing but you know what is weak dude it just you can't yeah they, they're there i i can't i could not in good faith take florida state in this game because of that this is uh, john this is a 425 on the money line might be crazy but two touchdowns two touchdowns is is it that big a disparity? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I guess on an island here. Um, SEC typically, SEC teams typically when they get in these spots and they're not in the playoff, typically you see like they just kind of mail it in. So historically, mm-hmm. that that definitely does happen. I think this one is a little different for a couple of reasons. One, you know, Georgia was left out too. Georgia lost one game this season, and it was the SEC championship game. Um, and I know that we, you know, we didn't obviously expect them to get in because of that, but from their perspective, they got to be spitting nails too, because they handle business for, for, you know, for 12 games, you know, and then they get to the championship game and they play a damn good Alabama team and they come up just short and, and that's just the end of the road for them. Um, and, and Florida state on the other hand is a complete, it's a disaster in terms of their opt outs. I mean, their best receiver is out. Their best defensive end is out. Their best running back is out. Um, I just we saw how bad it looked, for example, against Louisville. I mean, they won the game, but could only muster 16 points. Uh, we saw how bad it looked, you know, against them. Imagine a fully loaded Georgia defense and a fully loaded Georgia offense, which is what you're dealing with. So, I think 14 is probably not enough, <laughs> given the given the you know personnel situation. Because um, I think this Georgia team is motivated, more motivated than they'll probably get credit for, um, and mm-hmm. I do think they will definitely out pretty inspired. And because of those disparities, 
I just I can only look Georgia here. They blow teams out, man. They enjoy that. I mean, they killed TCU in the championship game. I mean, they didn't yeah. stop. And so I kind of think that's what's going to happen to Florida State here, unfortunately. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I just it, we, we we do, and maybe maybe I'm over focused on the motivational aspects. And Choppy, you bring up a good point too. You know, Georgia uh, does everything right for the entire season, and and they they may walk in here and be just as angry as Florida State. So we'll see how it plays out. We got one more New Year's Six game that I want to touch on. We'll do that in the Fiesta Bowl, and then every other game between now and. January 1st, we're going to mention it. At the very least, mention them. Tell you what we think about the numbers in each of them. Tell you what we think about the opt-outs and whether we've got any leans or plays in any of them. All on the way. We are locked in. We have got our bowl extravaganza rolling. Don't forget, get to betql.com. All the five-star plays, I mentioned one earlier to you, whether it's sides, totals, spreads, money lines, player props, if you're allowed to bet those, those are all in there. In the BetQL app, download it today, and there is literally intelligence on every single one of these games that are we are we are talking about during our two-hour bowl extravaganza alongside John Martin and RJ Choppy. I'm Chris Mack, and this is BetQLU. You've been listening to BetQLU, presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.